Hello there, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about personal empowerment. And I want to let you know that the next few episodes, next seven episodes or so that are coming out on Fridays are all about Myers-Briggs Basics. And it is basically my beginner's course that I've created on YouTube and I translated to audio form for you to be able to listen to for free here on the podcast. So this is a great way for you to get to know the basics of the system the history behind it, and getting to know all of the little bits and bops of what makes this you know, a useful thing in life, including a segment that involves exactly that, being able to use this in your everyday life. So once you're done with this entire thing, there is going to be links in the description for each episode that will take you to what is our what is called our Myers-Briggs Basics course for creators and coaches. This is basically the next step for you if you're a coach or someone who is a creator, you're a podcaster, you're a YouTuber, or someone that's trying to use Myers-Briggs for marketing or some sort of purpose like that, you can dive further into the system, what it means, how to use it for yourself and your business going forward. So with further without further ado, Let's hit the button and do the thing here on Dopamine. Let's go. All right. C-Note here again. Welcome back. Oh, focus, please. (laughs) Hopefully you're here for the second part of this section. But hi, my name is C-Note. Welcome to Dopamine, the show about mental health empowerment. I'm going to keep repeating that in case someone like kind of randomly comes across these videos. But uh, this is part of a series of videos that I'm doing all about personality development 101, focusing on Myers-Briggs and how you can use this for as a personal development tool. And there's going to be other courses in the future. This is the free section of this course where we're going to cover all of the basics, but then there's stuff around advice and cognitive functions and passive typing that I'm going to be doing in the future. So if you're interested in uh, cognitive functions and doing a passive typing course, let me know in the comments below and I'll make sure that you're a part of that or reply to this email if you're watching it in the email. So uh, in this section, we're going to be talking about a little bit of a brief history of what Myers-Briggs is, how it was kind of formed. I don't know too many of the details, so I'm not going to get super granular. These are things that you can kind of look up yourself elsewhere as well. But at its core, Myers-Briggs was developed by Catherine Myers and Isabel, Isabel Myers and Catherine Briggs, right? I keep, conf- I always confuse that. Um, point is, two lovely women who in the uh, mid-century, mid-20th century, uh, had to, or a part of developing the system based on Carl Jung's work to help women enter the the workforce while men needed to take time to go off to war. And at the time, women weren't working uh, really as much, if at all. So basically, the hirings had to happen based on the merits of personality as opposed to experience and all of the typical things. So this was a way of sort of doing job placement as a method of understanding someone's personality type. So they took this idea of Carl Jung's archetypes through his work. Carl Jung is a famous uh, psychologist who has done a ton of work with his patients and basically noted the patterns that he's seen in human behavior and created these archetypes uh, around human beings. And he, I believe he talked about intuitive sensing, the learning style 
styles and the uh, decision-making styles of human beings, sort of the input and output of human beings. But then he started to note how people needed to be a little bit more introverted or extroverted depending on how they naturally recharge. So he added the introvert-extrovert side of things. I believe, I'm not 100% positive, but I know Catherine Myers at the the Briggs ladies, <laughs> Myers and Briggs, they added uh, the judger-perceiver part to the end of it all to denote how people show up to the world. Because at the beginning of it all, which we'll talk about as we go along, uh, everyone is introverted and extroverted. So not an ambivert, that you're not both, but you're one or the other depending on the given situation. And your preference your natural subconscious preference for your type is what denotes your type. So me as an INTP, my preference is to spend more time on my own. That's how I get an energetic recharge the most is by being on my own and doing things myself and making decisions myself. I'm doing this. My partner's not here. I don't film videos when she's here. I just, for some reason, I can't do it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I film these videos on my own. And I get the most recharged by myself. So for me as an introvert, that's what that means. And I believe Carl Jung's archetypes were loosely based on astrology and other things in the past, but not necessarily in terms of the data. He used the archetypes in terms of descriptions and sort of slotted things in. But as far as I know, uh, you know, things like astrology are a little bit tricky because, you know, the astrological signs have changed based on the way the earth has tilted over the past a uh, few hundred years and all of that stuff. There's more data and specifics around that. I'm making myself sound real dumb by saying it this way, but I promise there's actual information around that. The idea is that even though the archetypes were derived from descriptions of astrological signs and spaces, there's also other ancient data that's been taken from arts, literature, spirituality that have been attempts at describing the brain and the way that different people show up. And I think the point is that we've all had, I, I mean, I don't know about you, you can tell me in the comments below, but I, from when I was younger, I had this kind of instinct that everyone's a little bit different. And not just from an individual sense, but there's a commonality between different types of people. And we just, it hasn't been obvious how to place that. It wasn't until I came across Myers-Briggs that it came became more obvious to me how that's the case. And even within Myers-Briggs type, there are kind of variations and subtypes of people. And again, individuality is important to honor as a, as a part of all of this. But generally speaking, understanding that there's 16 types has been really valuable for me to confirm that kind of feeling that I've had. And I think that's why people love astrology so much is like there is this inherent feeling or understanding that there are different types of people, that there's patterns between the different types of people that exist out there. So before psychology was basically an industry, which like psychology is fairly young, psychology used to be art, literature, expressions of creating characters, right? So you create characters based on archetypes, based on their journey, based on who they become. And uh, you think about that in ancient spiritual teachings and stuff like that, the attempts to identify these individual pieces of who people are. So um, this might be frustrating if you're someone that is looking for the actual sort of linear data. I'm more so just trying to understand and explain why this is a thing. 
you know, and how this came to be. And essentially, Carl Jung was referencing things of the past, previous uh, explanations of archetypes, and he sort of took all of his data from the experiences that he had with his patients and looked for all of the patterns uh, in all of his experiences. And then, you know, Myers-Briggs then took that and applied it to the workforce stuff. And even to modern day, Myers-Briggs has been most notably used in the workforce to kind of help teams calibrate to each other, to get people to work together in certain ways or to understand each other and to be productive. Nowadays, I feel like there's a swing towards personal development, which is what I'm a part of and doing, and using this to help with relationships, careers, health, transcendence, healing, stuff like that, and achievement, essentially. So being able to use this in different ways outside of the workforce has been kind of where this has been going. So that's a little bit of like kind of the history and sort of vague terms, vague intuitive terms, because I am an INTP. So intuition is kind of my thing. And I kind of bounce around a little bit. I'm going to try to be as linear and explanatory as I can. But of course, you can ask questions below if you want to know more specifics. If there's something I kind of mentioned where it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Where can I find more information about that? Um, there's the uh, center, central, I forget what it's called. It's CAPT. It's the Central Association of, of Psychological Type, I believe, or something like that. Um, you can certainly look that up. Personality Hacker is a great resource. Like I said, Personality Junkie, Personality uh, Psychology Junkie. Those are two separate websites. And um, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm missing one. But, you know, dopamine.life and all of this stuff is, is an important part of that as well. So getting involved in understanding a little bit more of what this is and the history is, is definitely interesting. There's the official Myers-Briggs Foundation uh, website as well where they have more of the specific history and data, which I should probably go read <laughs> so that I can know more of the specifics and be able to share more of the specifics. But the general idea is that this has been used for workplace stuff. Now it's being used a little bit more in sort of relationships, coaching. And that's what I'm encouraging for you. If you're a coach, you're trying to be a coach, you're trying to be creator and understanding this for yourself or how to help other people. This is sort of where kind of the industry is going. So you're kind of in the right place. You're in the right spot. So I'm still working on my own personal sense of professionalism around this. But this is all psychology. We're all trying to work this out. We're trying to figure this out together and help each other out. So um, that, that's basically it in a nutshell. They, they did all these interviews. They figured it all out. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. You know, I didn't want to spend too much time on it anyway. That's why I kind of like rushed through it. So in the next segment, we're going to start breaking down the dichotomy. So we're going to start talking about introversion, extroversion, intuitive and sensing, judging, uh, perceiving, and uh, thinking and feeling. Um, and talking a little bit more about learning styles, uh, decision-making styles, and how all of that stuff starts to fill and in, come into place. So let's let's do that. If you want to check out more of the work that I've got, go to dopamine.life and check out the podcast. We've got YouTube videos on youtube.com slash dopamine TV. And uh, we've got courses and all the things uh, available at dopamine.teachable.com. There's links below. If you're an INTP, there's a free Q&A book and all of that stuff. Uh, but let me know if any of this has been interesting to you. If you've got any questions, comments, concerns, queries, let's talk about it. So Next video, let's go do this thing.
I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets, all that and much more. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca wherever you get your podcasts. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. TIAA is on a mission. Why? Because 54% of Black Americans don't have enough savings to retire. So in collaboration with big name artists like Wyclef Jean, TIAA released Paper Right. New music inspiring a new financial future. With 100% of streaming sales going to a nonprofit that teaches students how to invest. Stream Paper Right now and help close the gap. This has been a C-Note Media production. Hi, my name is Michael. I just had a profiling session with C-Note and I really loved it. Uh, I actually have been struggling for a long time, hesitating between INTP and INFP. So getting an expert point of view from outside was critical for me. Uh, I really felt in good hands. Uh, I was able to get rid of any doubts I had. I was able to ask any questions, and that was really a game changer for me. Uh, overall, I'm really happy with how the session was set up and very happy with the results as well. So I highly recommend working with him, um, and I want you to thank him again. It was totally worth it. Sign up for your own one-on-one -on -one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today.